The merry month of May. It's that time of year when Rhonda people can look forward to summer sun, warm days, long evenings to come. It was pleasant enough for a walk the other day, so I met up with one of my very best friends. Paula is as proud of her roots in Clinochville as I am of mine in Penagraig. And we met on her territory. We even called by to say hello to Paula's mum, Mrs. Reenie Gregory. Now she is one of Rhonda's great characters, the Queen of Park Street, I call her. She's not so young now and she's lived through a lot, but there's nothing wrong with her memory. <laughs> she reminded me that when I was a teenager, I used to drop by at all hours at her house to see her daughter, claiming I was just passing, as though the bottom of Park Street was the main thoroughfare up and down the Ronda, and someone walking there could be on their way to somewhere else. Paula and I had arranged to meet so that we could take a walk round the Cumclinach Countryside Park that stands on what was the site of the Cambrian Colliery. This oasis of calm, wildlife and stunning views has been created from the blackened scar of a coal mine, says the council's website. It's true, but I wish they hadn't put it quite that way. The scenery is gorgeous and the 85 metre climb up from the bottom lake to the top lake makes for a lovely if challenging hike. But the council can't magic away our industrial past so easily. Our walk took us up to the black pit wheel and the old coal tram that stand as a memorial to that past, because the merry month of May is also a time when we look back to the darker, colder days we've lived through. One of the May days that Kiddach will always remember is May the 17th, 1965, when 31 miners were killed underground in the Cambrian colliery. The day when the mine's rescue team from Dinas sped up Court Street, too late. The day that Wern Street was filled with the sirens of ambulances. The day when women waited silently for news at the pit top. The day when hope failed for so many, and night came with no comfort. I have a memory of that day. I've often wondered if it's a false memory because I was just seven years old in 1965 and I was at least a mile as the crow flies away from the pit, out the back of my house at the bottom of Tillakalen Road in Penagraig. I used to go home from Henry Cavan Jr's for my dinner. My delicate stomach couldn't stand school meals, or perhaps I was just spoiled. Kicking a ball around our tiny backyard, I heard a low boom which seemed to come from over towards the incline or from further into Tonopandi. It didn't sound like much, but somehow, young as I was, it struck me as significant. Just then, Mam called me in to eat. What was that noise, now jest? I asked. Lightly, my mother passed it off, or oh, just a car backfiring, I expect. Did she know? Had she heard it too? Did she realise? Probably. She was a Rhonda woman after all. By the time I'd come home again from Hendrick Haven that afternoon, everyone knew. Thirty-one souls gone. In that instant, as I'd been playing ball a mile away. Could I really have heard the explosion? As a grown-up, it's always seemed unlikely to me. But then, many others who were safe above ground that afternoon tell me that they heard it too. What's certain is that days later, 
I stood with hundreds, thousands of others, lining Dunraven Street, as the dead miners' comrades processed behind the hearses, an endless line of black funeral suits and ties, the tramp of their heels the only sound. Policemen saluted, women stifled sobs, and the hearses took the men's bodies, united in death as they'd been in their working lives, to rest in Trialau. Every Romba family will have some memory of the blackened scars of coal mines and the toll they took on us. Paula's father, Glyn Gregory, Mr Gregory to me, had an elder brother. He was just 15 when he was killed in an accident on the runaway spake, the underground trolley that took miners down to the coal face of the Gorky Drift. His body was brought home to be laid out on the kitchen table. And my grandfather, my dad's dad, had the blue scars of a face worker. He turned up to work his shift at Lewis Merthyr in Trehavod one morning in 1956 and found himself part of a recovery party instead. From pit bottom, he helped to send back up that day no hard-won coal, but the bodies of nine of his buddies, who died simply because they went to work that day. He was lucky, he said but he was never quite the same again. He'd been born in Clidach, my grandfather. Die Clidach was one of his nicknames. Die Budgie was the other, because he bred prize-winning canaries and budgerigars in a cot, a shed, that took up most of his front garden in Holborn Terrace, Tonapandi. My Auntie Marion, his daughter, kept a suitcase full of rosettes he'd won from the Ton Revelin District Cage Bird Society. Die Clidach, die Budgie, aye, we remember him, said a group of his work buddies to me. My father had arranged for me to go down underground at Lewis Merthyr on a Saturday morning when I was a student, just to see where my grandsha had worked. Aye, we remember him, repeated the small maintenance crew who were on shift. Always looked so well, he did. That got me. My memories of him were largely after his stroke when he lost the ability to move one side of his body, when his buddies had to come one weekend and take that cot down and take his prize birds away because he could no longer look after them. And I remember his death certificate didn't mention trauma or dust, so there was no compo for my grandmother. But we knew what he died of, all the same. Aye, those minds have left their scars, and they're still there, no matter what the council says, no matter how beautiful the Cambrian lakes look in the merry month of May. And we should remember them, those black scars, those blue scars, because they've made the Rhonda what it is. They've given us our strength of character, our sense of fair play, our willingness to look out for each other, to stand together, no matter how tough things get. <laughs> My thoughts have travelled a long way from Mrs Gregory teasing me on her doorstep. She's still cheerful enough to look forward, and she's right. Summer's on the way, but let's not pretend there hasn't been a winter. We'll enjoy the warmth of the season so much more if we do. I'm John Geraint Roberts. I was just passing. I'll call again sometime for John on the Ronda. <laughs>